HVAC 360, episode number zero, prologue. Welcome, 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 everyone, to the premiere episode of HVAC 360. I'm your host, Matt Nelson, and on this episode, I want to cover the who, the what, the why of HVAC 360. Let's start with the who. Who am I? Rather introspective question, but I'm Matt Nelson, and I've been involved with the HVAC HVAC industry since about 1996. I've worked on a wide variety of projects, from healthcare to theaters to government work, uh, commercial, you name it, I've been involved with it. I've also worked in a different number of capacities. I've worked for an architectural engineering firm, design-build firm, did some energy services, and now I'm settling into commissioning. And of all the different places that I've been, commissioning is by far my favorite. See, I grew up watching this old house, and from that it really stemmed a a curiosity in me uh, to find out exactly how things go together and how things work. And the built environment just offers a a great way uh, to be able to do that, especially in commissioning. So let's move into what. What? And before I get started into the what, I need to – this is not meant to be professional advice. Uh, You need to know – you know, we need to all be adults about this. When you need professional advice, you seek out local professionals. This is meant to be an entertaining, entertaining and informational only. So, with that being said, this program is dedicated to my field of HVAC, from the design aspect to construction and the maintenance, all those three things that make a project work. So I want to be able to focus and talk to people and manufacturers, experts, and even a topical episode for me uh, on occasion. This podcast is meant to be, at its best, educational, and hopefully a little inspirational. So now, now let's get on to the big question. Why? Why am I doing this? Well, that's a very powerful question, and I see our industry, the HVAC industry, really at a crossroads. Owners, and I think it's a little bit unfair to say owners, but owners and basically all consumers in the U.S. have really gotten down to a Walmart mentality. And what I I really mean by that is they want more product for less money. Ultimately, this drives engineering, construction, and operations down to a commodity level, and that's bad. And I'm going to explain a little bit of why. You know, ultimately... The old adage holds true is that you get what you pay for. See, less profit, less the less that you pay for a product, the less profit there is in that product. So ultimately, that means there's less time spent and less money for training. You know, I've had conversations over the past couple of years with some good engineers And the common complaint I hear over and over again, you know, me being the commissioning agent, looking over the designs, talking to the engineers, they really say, you know what, we just don't have the kind of time that we used to, to be able to produce the kind of work that that needs to happen. Everybody's being pushed by deadlines, wanting it faster and cheaper with less hours. 
And that's the good engineers. I mean, ultimately, you know, I just want to throw this out there. Ultimately, protect your integrity. When you feel that you're doing substandard work, you know, stop. Let somebody know. Uh, or just on the flip side, just work harder. Don't let that happen. You know, integrity is very important. We need to be able to maintain the profession, the professionalism at all levels, whether it be engineering, construction, or maintenance. We really need to make sure that we're trained professionals, that we act that way. That we just don't say, you know what, we're just a pencil pusher. You know, that's all we can do. You know, it, it's, it's out of our hands. We need to take and take that power back. Another thing it does, like I mentioned, is training. So now we have more engineers, younger engineers, that have been exposed to less training. I mean, they just don't have the time to sit around and, and talk and be educated by the older engineers. It, you know, there's, it's, it's few and far between. And, you know, I know that's, that's kind of a blanket statement. And some people, you know, if you're one of those people who work for a company that has great training programs, thank your lucky stars because that is the exception rather than the rule. A lot of them are kind of, you know, you know, just half-baked ideas, uh, putting, putting together as far as training goes. And some just, they just don't have the time or the money to spend. They just say, hey, do this this way and go. You know, it's like just, you know, putting, pe putting things together on an assembly line. And that's just not right. So ultimately, this creates the trickle-down effect, what I like to call the 95% rule. So if you talk to, you know, engineers, you know, they're going to make, you know, everybody makes mistakes, but there's going to be mis mistakes and generalities, you know, but ultimately what happens is that's going to be putting more burden on the construction team and the contractors. So they ultimately end up, you know, be, you know being put in the uh, engineering role. And then they themselves get 95% of their work done. So now we have an owner that ends up being stuck with a building that's not quite complete. You know, the big problem is, you know, what 5% is left undone? You know, is it, is it a part that's not important? Is something that's critical? Is it something with your cooling system? What about your heating system? Or what about life safety? You never know which 5% is left undone. Ultimately, everybody has enough money on the construction side and even the engineering side to touch things and do things right once. But that's it. But ultimately, we know that construction and engineering design doesn't go that smooth. There's always changes. There's always you know, last-minute items. So it, the perfect project never happens. So that's why we need to be able to you know, understand and get that education, you know, because I've looked in owners' eyes before, you know, who have a broken building, and, you know, I, I, I'm elated when I can say, you know what, I can help you fix this building, and then it just breaks my heart when there's times when I'm called in too late to the game, and there's like, you know, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do, you know, I could, I could tell you what's wrong, but I, you know, it would cost a lot of money to fix it. That's... I hate that position. So, getting back to why a podcast. 
Well, ultimately, you know, I believe that HVAC people deserve their own programming as well. You know, you have a lot of programs that are, are, are specific to people's industries, and I think HVAC deserves their, their niche programming as well. Another reason is people learn differently. I know I certainly do. Um, some people learn by taking notes. Some people learn by reading. Some people learn by listening to audio. Uh, and some people are visual learners. They don't understand until they actually do. I'm a combination of visual and audio learner. I'm, I'm not so much the book learner, but, you know, I, <laughs> obviously I can make it pass. Now, obviously, ultimately why I can do this podcast is because I can. So get off my back, okay? You know, I can put it out there. I'm going to try to be as consistent as possible so that you can enjoy it and let me know, and hopefully we can improve it along the way. Now, seriously, one thing that I want to get back to uh, is ultimately I want to give back to the HVAC industry, the industry that I love. I want to be able to maybe improve the HVAC field if possible. And, you know, ultimately I've had kids come up to me, young engineers, come up to me and say, you know what, how do I learn about HVAC? You know, looking from the outside in, what do you tell somebody who's just graduated with an engineering degree or somebody in construction and saying, you know what, how do I break into the field? I mean, nobody really, since they don't have any money for training, they don't really want to take anybody with no experience. So, you know, without sending them back to college, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a poor answer. They've you know they've already graduated. They want it. They want, I mean they see the industry as a great industry. I mean you know talk about you know job mobility. You can t- you anywhere there's a building you can be an HVAC. You know that that is fantastic. And they see this, and it's like you know without sending them back to college, you know the only other option is say well you know what there's this course for five thousand or a thousand dollars. That's maybe like a five day course that you could probably take. But even that, they, they really need the experience. So hopefully, what I've done is in conjunction with this podcast, I've posted some blog posts, and I'll put some information over at uh, my blog at buildingx.co. That's buildingx.co. And I hope to be able to shed some light uh, onto HVAC uh, in addition to this podcast and talking to people. So to wrap up here, I want to say that there's three easy ways to consume this content. Uh, one, I posted it over on iTunes, and if you actually are listening to it on iTunes, congratulations and thanks a lot. Uh, if you want to leave me some feedback, you'd be the greatest. Uh, second way is online. You, I have a little media player that I've uh, uh, installed on uh, buildingx.co. Or you can just go to the uh, buildingx.co blog and right-click on the little link there, and you can save it to your desktop and listen to it whenever you want. Also, if you know a friend that would benefit or be interested in this kind of of information, please pass it along, let him know, drop him a note, tell him how he can actually uh, get a hold of it. And uh, I'd, I'd greatly appreciate that. So for any feedback or comments or show suggestions, you can always give me a uh, uh, send me an email. Uh, the email is matt at buildingx.co, or you can follow me on Twitter at buildingx. Until next time, thanks for listening, and remember to know what you build and share what you know.